This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We welcome you to the radio and internet ministry of the Christian Crusaders. Who do you follow? Is it a favorite columnist, an author, or your Facebook friends? How about a musician, an actor, or a politician? It may be surprising to know that someone has been seeking you your entire life and desperately wants you to come to Him. Let's learn more about that in today's message, He Wants You to Follow Him. Today we're going to take a look at what it really means to follow Jesus. I really hope you'll stay with us. We begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for the many blessings you've poured into our lives, food and clothing and home and family. Most of all, though, we thank you for Jesus and for what he's done for us. As we study what it means to follow Jesus, open our eyes to see what you want us to understand, and then apply to our daily lives. In his name we ask this. Amen. Our reading for today is from Matthew chapter 4, beginning at verse 18. As Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fish for people. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, in the boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets, and he called them. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed Jesus. Dear friends, it has been said that the ultimate issue in the universe is leadership. Who you follow and what directs your life is the single most important thing about you. And everyone follows someone or something. The question is, who are you following? In today's passage, we see Jesus beginning his kingdom ministry. He's pulling together his team. He goes to the fishermen by the Sea of Galilee, Peter and Andrew and James and John, And he says to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of people. Now, what did he mean exactly with that invitation, follow me? I can tell you what he didn't mean. He wasn't talking about a purely intellectual exercise, following him like I might follow someone with interest in a story in the newspaper, or passively watch as a spectator, following with interest uh, someone's progress. He's not really talking about simply uh, believing, like I follow this philosophy. Or today we might think of following someone on Twitter or Instagram. He's, He's not talking about that either. So what did Jesus mean when he said to those fishermen, follow me? Well, first of all, this is a personal invitation. It requires a personal response. Follow me, 
he said. It's an invitation to a personal relationship with Jesus. It requires that you take action, follow, which means come after me. Be my follower. Put your future in my hands. He's going to lead from that day forward, we find out. You could actually call this scene of calling those fishermen an illustration of that repentance that Jesus had been calling people to in his message when he said, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent. It means to uh, incorporate our life with his, with him leading and me learning and serving. There's a biblical scholar named C. Blendinger who describes the relationship of a follower to the local rabbi in those days of Jesus. Very interesting thing he says. The words, follow me, describe the relationship of a pupil to a teacher of the Torah. The pupil chooses to subordinate himself to a rabbi, follows him everywhere he goes, learning from him and above all serving him. The pupil's obligation to serve is an essential part of learning that Old Testament law. The goal of all his learning and training is a complete knowledge of the Torah and ability to practice it in every situation. This is a little different, when you think about it, than the way some people think about following Jesus. In a strange, twisted sort of way, many of us live out our faith in Christ as though he exists to follow us. We come to believe that Christ exists to satisfy our demands. There are distorted perceptions of Christianity that pose the power of faith and prayer as instruments designed to get Jesus to serve our impulses for peace and prosperity. And of course, this sets Christ up as just one more commodity in life that we try to sell to others. Now, following really means, as Blenninger says, to adopt Jesus as the local rabbi of our lives, so to speak, to sit under his wisdom in order to learn from him about the Heavenly Father and about life with the Father, and to serve him in every possible way. It means to give him the highest priority as the supreme relationship of life out of which every other relationship and activity is defined and directed. It means putting him at the center Following Jesus is giving him the lead and learning and serving. There's so much to learn from him, we discover as we watch those disciples live with him those next three years, about the Father's love for us and God's power and faithfulness and God's intentions for an individual's life and what really matters in life, kingdom values, and how to live in faith and obedience. What he has to teach us is priceless. And serving him. Later on, he would say, if you're going to come after me, pick up your cross and follow me. It's a willingness to, to actually lay down one's life for his cause, leaving the old ways behind, standing up for him, no matter what, telling others about what Jesus has done for them at the cross and grave and calling them to follow him as well. 
It's actually trusting him with your life because you know what he's done for you. He he died on a cross and rose again to rescue you from sin and death and that he really is the life giver. Follow me. Amazingly, these men followed. They left behind their old lives for a new one with Jesus. They went to live with him and go where he would go. They left behind their boats, their nets, their business, their family, their father. Now, did they totally understand Jesus and get what he was about at that point in time? Probably not. They had heard him some and teaching around that area. We know from the other Gospels. What we do know is, though, that they went. They saw something in him that caused them to trust him. Maybe something about his preaching, his message of the kingdom, touched them and attracted them. Perhaps the possibility of getting closer to God or who they had known from their religious background in the Jewish synagogue. This man seemed to know a lot about God. Perhaps it was getting in on this movement of God in this world to to do something big with their lives. We, we can't be sure, but the fact is they followed. They dropped their nets and they followed Jesus. And so began an adventure that changed and transformed their lives for eternity. They would gain all kinds of new insights about the living of this life and what's really important, as Jesus would teach them, such things as what does it profit a person to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Or the most important commandment in God's sight is love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind, and your neighbor as yourself. They would watch the miracles and the power and signs of the kingdom that he would show them. They would see lives get changed. Eventually they would watch him die on a cross thinking all was lost and then see him alive three days later. And they would then learn again about his power even over death and the, the promise for those who belong to him that because he lives they shall live also. They'd be filled many days later with the Holy Spirit of God and and know more of Jesus on that day than they had known about him in the three years they'd been with him. They would be on fire for him. And each one of them would become so committed to this Jesus Christ and the cause of his kingdom. They would one day be willing to lay down their lives for him and his cause. Not a one of them would have said, looking back over that experience, I'm sorry I ever followed Jesus. For instance, we know that later on, John uh, wrote in a letter uh, to some Christians of the Jesus joy he wanted them to have, as he had experienced. And Peter would urge others in his letter to keep following Jesus because he's the living hope. He's the one who holds the great inheritance of eternal life. 
The same Jesus Christ who called the fishermen to himself by the Sea of Galilee, after his resurrection, has continued to call people through the centuries to follow him. Millions upon millions, all kinds of people around the globe have answered that call to follow him over the centuries. Lives have been transformed and enriched. I've never heard or read of any one of his followers saying they were sorry that they followed Jesus. Well, enough about fishermen and about other people in history. Today I want to talk about you. As I said earlier, everyone follows someone. Who are you following these days? Would you consider yourself a follower of Jesus? Daily living in close proximity with him, learning from him, and serving him in this world unconditionally committed to the cause of his kingdom. If not, he's calling you today. He says, follow me. I have big plans for your life. What you'll discover, like many have, is that life with him in the lead is an adventure that you really don't want to miss. Maybe you're wondering, well, what's involved in following Jesus today? Well, first, it involves trusting him, trusting in what he's done for you at the cross, the victory he's gained for you at the empty grave. It involves also dropping your nets like those disciples did. Those nets symbolize anything that might inhibit or prohibit your non-negotiated commitment to follow Christ. It might be people in your life. It might be things, possessions, or money that sometimes can control a person. It might mean uh, it might mean personal dreams. It might be secret sins to give up. It might be personal pride that can often keep a person from submitting to Christ and serving and doing what he says. Do you have any net in your hand that you're clinging to? Any rope burns? It involves an ongoing relationship with Jesus, a, a passionate pursuit of getting to know Christ. That leads to the follower being transformed in the image of Christ, you know. Because fully devoted followers of Jesus are like mirrors in motion. By the very definition of following, as we move into that deepening intimacy with Christ, is coming to know him, this Close proximity transforms a person and results in a clear reflection of his character in our lives. So as followers, we begin to replicate the grace, the mercy, the love, the justice, the compassion and truth and righteousness of Christ Jesus, our leader. It also means standing up for him 
and speaking out for him, even when it's not the popular thing to do, even when it's uncomfortable. It means sticking with him and trusting him even when life gets rough and things aren't working out well for you. I really appreciate this quote that I came across by Joe Stowell. He says, starting out as a follower is the easy step. Staying on the road with him is the challenge. Jesus is looking for followers. I came across this quote, which I think is so good for us to consider. It says, while true followers acknowledge Christ as the strategic center, most of us stop short of that. We're quite satisfied to relate to him, accept his liberation from hell, praise him, find comfort and solace and joy in him, and be intrigued by him. But few are bent toward following him unconditionally. And that makes all the difference in the world, in our own little world, and the larger world around us. How about you? Do you count yourself as a true follower of Jesus Christ? My appeal to you this day is that you would heed the voice of that Savior who's calling to you and take the step. Commit yourself to follow, passionately getting to know Him and learning from Him and serving Him right where you are, because you will find that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. You won't regret it. I encourage you to join the host of witnesses who have followed Jesus and now testified, I followed him and I'm so glad I did. Here's a prayer for you to pray if you want to follow Jesus. May this be your prayer each day goes like this day by day day by day oh dear lord three things i pray to see thee more clearly love thee more dearly and follow thee more nearly day by day the message is clear jesus says to you follow me let's pray Gracious God, we have clearly heard the call of Jesus to follow him. And you have told us that only he holds the key to real life in your kingdom. But Lord, you know how prone we are to hang on to our various nets for life and security. Help us to let go and entrust our whole life to Christ's leadership. May our lives be characterized by faith and obedience to our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, as you go on your way, may Christ go with you. May he go before you to show you the way, behind you to encourage you, beside you to befriend you, above you to watch over, and within you to give you his peace. Amen. You have been worshiping with the radio and internet ministry of the Christian Crusaders. It is our prayer that you would heed the voice of our Savior who is calling you to follow Him and that you would serve Him more fully each day. Christian Crusaders is a nonprofit ministry supported entirely by the gifts of our listening audience. 
Many people choose to support this ministry with a memorial gift. A memorial gift is given to remember a loved one or friend. Daily prayer is also a very important way of supporting the work of this ministry. Address your gifts and prayer concerns to Christian Crusaders, Post Office Box 522, Cedar Falls, Iowa 50613. We are thankful for all those who support this ministry with their prayers and finances. We invite you to take a moment and visit us on the Internet, where you'll find printed and audio copies of many of our messages as well as prayer requests and other interesting and useful information for your faith walk. Visit us anytime at christiancrusaders.org. We are happy you chose to worship with us this day, and we pray you will join us again next Sunday on this station. Conducting our service was the Rev. Steve Kramer, Senior Pastor of Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church in Afton, Minnesota, and Speaker on Christian Crusaders, now in its 81st year of broadcasting biblical truth.